my first question was going to be, are you uh, a big wrestling fan? But I could see by your shirt, uh, the answer would be yes. <laughs> Came yeah. prepared. Yeah, man, to, definitely, to say the least. I've been a long, you know, a lifelong wrestling fan. Uh, from the time I was eight years old to modern day wrestling, I was even a fan through my 20s where a lot of guys will often, you know, guys and girls will drop off and, you know, for a couple of years and pop back in. I was a stalwart fan through all of the Attitude Era, back into the PG Era, you name it, like, uh, and across promotions, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Brody Lee, AEW. What What about today's stuff? Like, right now, anything you see on TV that you really, uh, really enjoy? Gotta be honest with you, I've I've loved the direction AE uh, AEW has gone. I love their kind of like classic wrestling storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, a little bit uh, less cartoony and over the top, like the WWE universe. It kind of is fitting its whole new world. So I'm really enjoying the AEW product quite a bit. Uh, and I love what Tony Khan's been doing by, you know, purchasing Ring of Honor and keeping these things alive that, you know, we've all followed over these years. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I mean, Brody Lee is a hometown guy. I'm from Rochester, New York. He's a Rochester guy. And I love that he finally had been getting his push, you know, in AEW. And then uh, to have him pass away, it was heartbreaking for me and uh, obviously so many fans. But, uh, yeah, really enjoying the AEW product in general. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big week for them. The last match, uh, you're involved with that. Um, mm-hmm. I have Jeremiah James with me here Uh we can talk a little bit about, I guess, what's uh, public now. It's uh, the the preview album party just took place. There's a concept album coming out August 29th. Um, I mean, this is kind of like new to me because I've never really seen like I've I've heard of album album listening parties, but like this is you know it's a it's a play, it's a performance. There's a little bit more involved than. Hey, come check out the new songs. Uh, can you just kind of like maybe tell people what the last match is and how you got involved in in the project? Yeah, no, absolutely. So the last match, a pro wrestling rock musical, is my brainchild from the very beginning. So I uh, always wanted, as a producer and a writer, to marry like two of my greatest loves in life, which is obviously the world that I've worked in my whole career, which is theater, Broadway musicals, that sort of thing. And then my other love of uh, pro wrestling. I'm also a Buffalo Bills fan, but I haven't quite figured out how to make that into a show yet. But make no mistake, it may happen one day. <laughs> I, I heard they're uh, big on tailgating, so maybe... That's exactly right. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, no, so the show is a fully immersive pro wrestling rock musical. And what that means is that if you're a wrestling fan like yourself, you're not going to ever walk into a theater like you would go to see Phantom of the Opera. This show is going to be in uh, arenas. It's going to be a wrestling ring, a wrestling show like any other wrestling promotion you've ever been to live. It just happens to tell a 90-minute story from beginning to end, just as any other musical would tell a story. So um, you'll walk through the door. You'll be transported to the 1980s. Everybody in there, from the person who takes your ticket to... You know, the people who are selling popcorn are all going to be in costume. That's what it means by fully immersive. So you will be taken into the past to what I believe is the golden era of wrestling. And we will tell you the story of a character named Ben Vengeance, who is like a 
you know, classic leader of the locker room, highly respected wrestler coming to the end of his 30 year career and what that means. And really the story is a universal story um, that we all have to face at one point in our lives. If you no longer could be the person you've always identified yourself to be, whether that be a police officer, a school teacher, a firefighter, and all of a sudden you couldn't be that person anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, then who are you? Right. And then what is that person going to be enough as you go into the last phase of your life? Right. And uh, so really, it's just a, a very um, universal story told through the world that I love of pro wrestling. And it is a rock show. It is not musical theater rock. It is a rock show. Our composers are literal rock and rollers. The music is like classic Bon Jovi, 1980s, you know, hard rock. And uh, it really is for the whole family. So when you come in to the show in the immersive experience, you then go into the arena and everything from the banners to the setup around the ring, it's all a 1980s nostalgic trip. And then there is a wrestling ring, a couple of platforms, everything that you know is a wrestling fan is built into this show. So it literally is a show written by wrestling fans for wrestling fans. Mm -hmm. You said, uh, like, when I first heard about this, you know, obviously, like, you're attached, some of the actors, there's that connotation that it's like a Broadway thing. But obviously, when you say arenas, it, it takes on more of like, a, obviously, a, a pro wrestling event, but I'm thinking like, uh, when concerts are advertised as being in the round. That's right. Sort of that vibe. Um, but arenas plural is this going to be like do you have plans to tour is this going to be one venue like can you yeah so our our hope is to uh take the show on the road and uh, take it around the united states and then take it internationally again the easiest way to think about this show is if you've ever been to smackdown if you've ever been to raw if you've ever been to aew after dark or any of their irregular tv shows uh, you know a tv taping it is literally a wrestling event it just so happens that this wrestling event tells the story of this one evening completely encompassed in our version of like, you know, a bash of the beach or a WrestleMania, like the biggest night of the year type of a thing. Right. And leading up to this one character's last match and everything he goes through to that moment. Um, so it is literally it, when we say Broadway, it's, easy to describe that for theater people who you know are like so it is a theater show yes it's a theater show. it is being told a story is being told it has a script you know but it's actually never going to be done in a broadway setting it will only ever be done in medium to large arenas and it will be a wrestling event with closed circuit cameras everything that you know as a wrestling fan is built in including all the actors have to learn pro wrestling to a certain degree and we have real pro wrestlers come in to do actual matches throughout the show so it is a real pro wrestling event that happens to tell the story mm -hmm. yeah some of the names uh i know brutus beefcake was at the listening the preview album party yeah uh, tito santana and demolition are also involved yeah uh, what's what's that been like getting to sort of work with them if you have to a certain extent to this point, I mean, that's, 
four of the biggest names from the, you know, the golden era. We think of the eighties as the golden <laughs> era. What's that been like for you sort of having somebody like that to lean on? Oh man, listen, this is going to make me sound like a total mark, but you know, it's just the truth. And I can't lie. Like it's been surreal. Mm. I mean, it's been surreal. Like the, the first time I got on the phone with, with Brutus, I literally had to, I was like, you gotta, you gotta keep it together, man. Like you, you have to be professional here. Like you can't like all of a sudden fanboy out over one of your heroes, mm -hmm. you know? And, you know, he's such a wonderful man and his wife, Missy is such a wonderful woman. And we had a really great conversation, but same thing with Tito, you know, I'm explaining the process to Tito and what, what it is I'd like him to be as a part of the show and how I would love them to lend their knowledge and, and help us, uh, bring this show to the fans, you know, and at the very end of the call, like Tito went, Arriba. And I was like, that didn't just happen. Come <laughs> on. So like as a ridiculous wrestling fan, my whole life, it's been surreal. Like, and then having him at a launch party for that album and uh, the listening party, I was just, it, it's incredible. It, it humbles me, man, that, that they all are willing to be a part of it. And uh, I'm excited to, show them the full version of the show because it's going to, I think it's really going to connect with not only our wrestling fans and theater fans in general, but really to these wrestlers, this is a love letter to their world. And that was the thing that was important to me when I started writing this piece with my writing partner, Jason Husa, who really pushed through that first script um, was that we got that right. That people that were wrestling fans and the wrestlers actual pro wrestlers, the golden era of wrestling, all that sort of thing that we, we did it. We did right by them, that they understood that this was not a mockery of their world, that this was not us just trying to profit off the backs of wrestling fans and a world that we all love and respect. Cause to me, pro wrestling is an art form and it's its own unique art form that has existed for over a hundred years, you know, and I really want people to leave this show whether they've ever been a wrestling fan or not to go, I get it. I get why people love this world. I get why people think that this is amazing. And the storytelling is, is uh, its own unique art form. So it's surreal is all I can do is say that, you know, having them all a part of it and talking to them is a trip. Any news on a, a premiere date, like where you're at as far as how far into production you are? Yeah. So we're really excited that, uh, we're going to release a music video uh, for the next single that comes out for the album on August 1st, and that'll be out. And then we release the full album, the whole kit and caboodle for the concept album uh, on August 29th, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then we'll start rehearsals in uh, September and do a full pro wrestling, you know, stand up concert version of the show in mm -hmm. Jersey City at a place called White Eagle Hall. Okay. And we're really excited about that. And that's going to be uh, really to give uh, a handful of the general public that are lucky enough to come and then investors and whatnot, the opportunity to see the show. And then from there, the goal is to put that show out on the road in uh, the beginning of next year. That That's a cool venue. I've seen a couple shows there, uh, you know, whether you're on the floor or on the balcony, you have a good view. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's a pretty cool place to uh, kick things off. Um, one of the things like we've been kind of covering this as more news comes out and I've been noticing uh playbill, obviously that's, you know, like 
one of Broadway's news sources, but uh, you, uh, Ramin, the news came out that he was added to the cast. Uh, yeah. He's in Funny Girl right now. You're also part of the production. Mm-hmm. Um, how how's that been like? Because obviously you're, you're working towards the premiere. You're sort of this is a work in progress, but you're in a production right now. Are you thinking that far ahead of maybe trying to bring some of that audience with you, or you know, just on a broader scale, like bringing some some Broadway or you know some of your fans from that work over to the wrestling side? Oh, yeah. I mean, the goal is, uh, so first and foremost, it, to have Ramin a part of it is unbelievable. And, it, you know, I wish I could say I was some amazing, you know, producer, negotiator, but the reality was, you know, he had asked me what I was doing the one night uh, because we're associated with Funny Girl and we've known each other for years. And I told him, I said, I did a reading of, uh, you know, my new show. And he went, you, you have a show? You wrote a show? I said, yeah, I wrote a show. What's it about? And I said, ah, it's this pro wrestling rock musical. And he went, what? I was like, yeah, man. He's like, how can I be part of this show? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, if I could go back in time and not be doing what I'm doing now, and I'm very grateful for everything that I'm doing and I have this wonderful career, but I was always my dream to be a pro wrestler. I love pro wrestling and I love eighties and nineties pro wrestling. And I was like, well, man, here's your chance to become a pro wrestler legitimately mm-hmm. and it was so cool man because that's the thing about pro wrestling and and you know this i'm sure bill is that there are so many people that you don't realize that have been fans or used to be fans and watch it when they were younger and it has stuck with them throughout those years you know re- wrestling has that really deep nostalgia factor because you know when you're a kid you're seeing these larger than life characters you know that are literal superheroes in the flesh you know doing mm-hmm. things that you couldn't even imagine right so having Ramin a part of that instantly uh, gives us a sense of excitement and legitimacy in the theater world because he is a massive superstar in the theater world mm-hmm. and, and recording world. Internationally, all over the world, he's a rock star. So to have him even lending his voice is just beyond humbling. But the goal with the show, like I was saying before is to bring fans from the theater world who have never experienced wrestling to walk out feeling like experts and having a true respect for that world, mm-hmm. right? And so a perfect example that I like to use, a lot of people have heard of it, whether you've seen it or not, there's that famous old musical called Abita, right? Madonna did the movie and there was a stage version of it that became the movie, right? Did anybody know who Ava Perone was before that show? No, 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 I'm sorry. No way. Right. And so, but they all walked out feeling like experts, right? Like I now know everything about Argentinian politics from the 1950s. And I know Ava's whole story. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's my goal with the show. The theater people, because wrestling fans, the moment you guys arrive, you're going to be like, this, I, I know this world. This is the, this is our world, baby. This was built mm-hmm. for us. Right. I want theater people and non-wrestling fans to come here and see this and go, you know, I maybe watched it when I was a kid, or maybe I never really watched wrestling, and I always kind of thought it was this, da, 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 to walk out and go, man, I get it. Like, this is brilliant. The art form is incredible. What they put their bodies through to entertain the fans, 
how the fans are connected as part of the storyline and how they help people rise and fall, you know, as characters and gimmicks and like all of these things. The goal is for them to walk out and become new fans of the wrestling world. And, you know, to a certain extent, a lot of those things that you just said, as far as, you know, the fan base, the connection being entertaining, the, the drama of it, those also apply to Broadway. But, That's exactly right. Um, you know, the timing's kind of interesting, too, because you know, you're preparing for August 29th is the concept album and then, you know, the, the preview show. But, you know, Funny Girls in the headlines right now for the actor changes. Yeah. Some in some ways, you know, there, there are some similarities to, you know, a pro wrestling storyline. You know, there's controversy or fans want to make it more controversial than it is uh exactly exactly are you just kind of like on one on one hand like just hey this will pass this is not my thing or are you on the other hand maybe saying like hey this might get attention for my my next project even though it's not you know you're not drumming any of that up it's kind of carrying on on somebody else on the side you know, I, I tell you, the, the thing with that is so wild is it's just uh, one of those crazy circumstances where, you know, our show happened to be moving in the time frame that this all started to happen with Funny Girl. And, uh, you know, it, it if it benefits our show in any way because people are interested in, in what Ramin is doing as a part of, you know, the last match, you know, uh, that that's a wonderful thing. But also, you know... It, uh, I just to address the the controversy of our show in general is that uh, you know our business is a very difficult business and it can be very heartbreaking and, and Beanie Feldstein I've, I'm a huge fan of Beanie's and she is not only an incredible performer uh, and amazing talent uh, but she happens to also be an incredible human being and leader of our company and uh, you know it's been uh, hard for us to sit back and and see what's happened and uh, but you know all of these things have to do with business and there are things that even we as members of the show don't really know or understand the circumstances that go into why just her uh, as a person and i'm just so grateful to have gotten to work with her and i would work with her forever so the last match becomes the biggest thing ever she's getting a phone call because i'm going to be like i want you in beans i want you in yeah. to do this show with us but uh you know, I don't know how much any of the controversy from Funny Girl and, and the cast changeover uh, will necessarily uh, help our show. But, you know, you just don't know. The entertainment business is crazy. You know, mm. it's a wild, it's like the wild, wild west. You never really know what's going to happen. Kind of like your aspect of the entertainment business when it comes to wrestling directly. You know what I mean? It's like fans want things to be more controversial, controversial than they are. You know, how much of it is the story we're being told by the wrestling world and how much of it is actual reality of the wrestling world? And, you know, are they merging? Are they crossing over? Or are we all just being fed a line? So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm just happy. And I, it's just wild that, you know, here we are. Our show is on its way and all this crazy stuff is happening at the same time. Yeah. yeah. There, there was a couple things that, you know, kind of stood out. Number one, it was like, oh, wait, that's, you know, funny girl like you guys are in it and i'm kind of covering the wrestling thing and then i noticed right away it's like you kind of just pointed it out it's 
well, these things are going on outside of my circle, so I don't really know what's going on. Is it how much of it is fan perspective? How much of it is right. reality? There's all these different, you know, levels to it. But um, I'm excited to find out more about the uh, the play, the production, the show. Uh, I'm not sure if there's one thing to call it. Uh, it's it's very exciting. I. I started off thinking it was a play, but obviously it's much larger than that. Uh, no theater, no theaters. It's going to be in arenas. Uh, again, you said hopefully we we get to see it in a, in a town near you. But um, White Eagle Hall coming up August 29th uh, for the, the concept album release. Okay. So fans are going to get to find out more sooner than they think. Yeah. yeah, we will have a limited amount of tickets available for September the 26th at White Eagle Hall. There'll be a limited number of tickets given away to uh, the public and wrestling fans at large, because really, Bill, this show is for wrestling fans. We want people who love wrestling to come in and see this show. And the cool thing is, as, as you know, wrestling fans run the gamut, race, creed, color, age. It is a universal love of that world. And, you know, there's not even any bad language in the show. It literally is for the whole family because we mm -hmm. want people to come see an amazing night of wrestling and tell a really, really great story for wrestling fans in general. And we hope, uh, you know, we'll keep you obviously up to date when we release those tickets for that Monday on the 26th of August at White Eagle Hall, because it'll be as close as we can get to what, you know, the show will be like. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's some big surprises coming up with casting that uh, you guys will definitely want to know as we get closer. Uh, talent, uh, I'm I, I'm speculating in my in my own mind that maybe we'll see some notable names from the wrestling world, but I'll I won't pry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you would be right, my friend. You okay. you would be right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, I really enjoyed getting to meet you, know a lot more about the show, and hopefully we stay in touch, you know, as things go on. I'm, I'm really excited to check it out. Thanks, man. It was such a pleasure, and I really appreciate you taking the time and, and chatting with us about the show. And again, this is a show written by wrestling fans for wrestling fans. So being able to talk to wrestling fans like yourself about it and explain really what the show is is uh we're very grateful for the opportunity to chat about it. So I look forward to staying in touch and uh, giving you more information.